Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We've been in our series, get a pen, get a piece of paper. This is cool though. I really like teaching over the internet. Thank God for this opportunity. Um, So get your pen, get your paper, get ready. Let's get in the word. Um, I want you to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, I really want you to look at 2 Corinthians 10 and and 1. I want to give you some highlights. This is what I've been feeling. If you are not careful in your Christian walk, you will start fighting battles that are literally not your battle to fight. And if you're not careful, you'll start using the wrong weapons to fight the battles that God has already given you the tools to overcome. Jesus said, he said this. He said that he has given you the the spiritual application, amen, to be able to pull things off the way he wants you to do them. It's really important. Now, I want you to pull that in. What do you mean by that? This is what I mean. Jesus has given you the weapons of your warfare, okay? So sometimes in life, we have mind battles. We got battles for our headspace, we got the physical battles. You are gonna walk through some battles in your life. Fight the good fight of faith means what? Faith is a fight. Well, what's the fight? The fight is not to get the victory. The fight is to keep the victory we have already received. Now that's Ephesians 1 and 3. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, in you. Okay, he has given us, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So that being said, what do me and you know? Well, we've got victory. Now our faith has overcome the world. But I think there's a level where I want you to see um, 2 Corinthians 10.1. Um, I'm going to read it. I, wanna, I, got, I got it in the message right here for a minute. I want to read a little bit of it. And then I kind of want to read it uh, in a different translation over here. I think I believe it's the Amplified. But I want you to see this. And now, a a personal but most urgent matter, I write. 2 Corinthians 10 and 1. Look at this. I write in the gentle but firm spirit of Christ. I hear that I'm being painted as a cringy, wishy-washy when I'm with you, but harsh and demanding. (laughs) When <laughs> a safe distance with letters. Please don't force me to take the hard line. I'm present with you. Don't think that I'll hesitate a single minute to stand up to those who say I'm unprincipled opportunist. Then you'll have to eat your words. This is strong, man. So he's getting strong. Paul is really defending the position of the ministry that the people have been called to. The world is unprincipled. It's dog eat dog out there. The world doesn't fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles by that way. Never have and never will. Man, that right there should let us start seeing something. You are going to have battles in life, but you do not go at the battles of life unprepared by what God has told us we're supposed to be in position to accomplish in Christ. What does that mean? That means this. God doesn't want me out here like fighting a physical fight. 
he says it's the spiritual battle. You know, one of the things, it's not, he tells Zerubbabel in, in, in the Bible, he says, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. Now watch this. So it's spiritual. Watch verse four. In the, and we're going to go back. We're going to break this down. It says, the tools of our trade aren't for what? Marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing the entire mass corrupt culture. Now that is strong because this is what happens. If you don't fight spiritually, you're going to start fighting naturally and manipulating and, and the wrong ways of doing things are going to arise. It's the truth. So what am I saying? I'm going to try to push the situation in the natural. That's not what we got to do. We have to produce in our mind the understanding that God has given us spiritual weapons to overcome every circumstance. And if you're not careful, you're going to start using natural circumstances to try to overcome spiritual stuff. And you can't. You start to manipulate. You know, that's what I think one of the hard things is people come to this place of manipulating other people into basically controlling them to do what they want done in their life. That is not how you're to get things done. You're never supposed to use, you know, the Bible calls it, it's like a spirit of witchcraft. It's manipulation. You try to manipulate things that you don't need to manipulate, but you have to allow the spirit of God. And you might say, well, Pastor Chris, why are you saying that? Glad you asked. We are God's powerful tool to what? To smash warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God. You are making sure that you are spiritually walking out the truth that God has given you in your life and you're making sure you don't yield to the manipulation of the world and basically the challenges in the world to make sure you, what, kind of almost pick the wrong tools up to win some battles. So I'm going to tell you now, this is powerfully strong. You, now this is going to get personal, so you're going to have to really ask yourself some questions. Am I allowing, now write this down just for your own sake, and I'm going to start breaking this down because I like how it read, and then we're going to get in this. We're going to look at these different translations, and the Amplified, I believe, is where we're going to really lean in. But um, we got to ask ourselves this thing. Am I spiritually fighting the right battles? This is my question I'm bringing to you. Am I spiritually fighting the right battles? Or have I made the worldliness mentality come into my arena, and now I'm not fighting God battles, I'm fighting a worldly mentality battle. Now, you might say, Pastor Chris, what are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to get me to see today? What I'm trying to get you to see is this, that when you're on the job and you see these, these situations where somebody might be talking about you, somebody might be coming at you, somebody might be unfairly treating you, somebody might be trying to, maybe somebody said something wrong about you, Am I going into this manipulative mindset of the earth or am I going into the spiritual mindset that my life is a spiritual life and that my job is to stay in a spiritual place and not enter into the arena of reason but stay in my spiritual place and responsibility victoriously because every battle. Now watch, when you get the wrong doctor report, 
you could choose to get in the flesh. You can get bitter. You can get messed up. Why is this happening to me? You got to stay in the spiritual arena. You have financial struggles. Oh my gosh, where's the money coming from? If I'm doing this and I'm doing that, how in the world is this going to be? I got to understand this battle is not. Don't think it a strange thing, this fiery trial that's come to try your faith. Amen. Another thing too, mindsets, ideas, situations, circumstances, everything going on in life is in this arena. And you have to be careful that you don't start fighting. You might be in your house. You might have strife. You and your spouse might have strife. You cannot start manipulating one another. You cannot start manipulating one another to try to get, maybe you're arguing with your kids. I just had somebody outside the, the church call me up. Man, my kid is kind of off the rail, giving me the business. You cannot manipulate that child into these things to try to conform to say it's a spiritual battle amen the the unjust the unrest in the earth the unjust stuff going on in the earth come on guys we're living around this stuff you think you're gonna fight this thing naturally you're you're not gonna fight this thing naturally you can't fight anything naturally it doesn't work jesus said the weapons of my warfare are not natural they're spiritual if you're gonna eradicate um hate it's not gonna be because you hate the hate doesn't eradicate. Two wrongs don't, no, it doesn't work. You're, you know what I'm saying? So what do I got to do? I got to go a spiritual principle. What is a spiritual principle to overcome hate? It's love. You know what I mean? You know, somebody asked me a really, really, you know, was like, man, questions about Jesus. I got news for you. Jesus already forgave everybody. So so the the, the place of redemption that Jesus has provided, has given everybody access to the freedom of forgiveness. It's powerful. Now man has to rise to the level of forgiveness to give to mankind. That's, that's sometimes, man, I don't know about you, but man, you know, when that Bible, I'm gonna tell you, I'll give you a quick story, and then we gotta get in this thing, because um, you gotta be careful what you're following. Um, I got I, I went through a season, man, it was like, it was, you know, it was like, oh my God, it was like, it was totally wrong. It was unjust. And it was like way back in the beginning, you know, and people were like, you're crazy. You're the crazy Christian guy. You're off the rail. You're too extreme. You know, I got all this stuff. You're too extreme. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're too staunch. You're too, you know, you're too straight and narrow. Just like, you know, you're not, you're not deviating. You're not reasoning. I said, look, I said, Look, the situations of life are either right or wrong. There's no, there's not a lot of way around it. And everybody was like, just like a little season of time, everybody was kind of like, oh, you're like, I'm out of my mind. Okay. So it was kind of like, you know, it was kind of accusatory. It was kind of not right. He was wrong, really. And I had friends around me that were like, man, it wasn't right. And all of a sudden, what I had, what I had said came to pass. Everything I said, almost like I said, it had come to pass. And man, I'm going to tell you what. I wanted to get excited about the other people getting punished. <laughs> I'm being straight honest, man. I was like, good. Serves you right. You, I told you I was right. You wrong. Now everybody knows you're wrong. Ooh. I was happy. I'm going to be straight with you. For about five to ten minutes, I was ecstatic. I was like... I told you, and then I also seen, like, and then, man, it was really serious. Like, the thing that I was right about was causing other people pain, and it, they were just, like, hurt. They were, like, you know, and then I started seeing that. I was, like, oh, I didn't know that was going on. You know what I mean? Like, what had happened was 
their their decision making had had really called them out. And when they got caught in it, they 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 found some loss. You know what I mean? Like they didn't like, you know, it wasn't big, but it was like a little bit of loss. And I was like, ooh, you know, I didn't know all that, but I was like, ooh, I was kind of getting all like I was right. You know when you're right and you're like, ooh, I was right. I told you I was right. You were wrong. Good. And then all of a sudden the Lord grabbed me. And he said, You, you are in the wrong posture. And I said, well, come on, man. Come on, Jesus, give me like 15 minutes. Let me have my parade because I'm like, this is wrong. And the Lord started dealing with me about what do you do when you're unfairly treated and then, the, 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 then it comes out and you find out, man, you better be careful because you might. And then I started thinking about 1 Corinthians 13, love. And I was like, oh, my God, love, love, doesn't, love, love doesn't get excited when a suffered wrong gets called out. Love doesn't get excited when your enemy gets called to the carpet. Love doesn't get excited. So I was like, man, if I'm going to live the higher standard of love, I'm going to have to govern my character to be a person walking in the spirit. Because if you try to do this without walking in the spirit, you're going to fall in the flesh. And now all of a sudden, you're going to be like carnal man in the earth, and then you're going to be acting like carnal man. I'm going to tell you right here now, America has a problem with carnality. That's, that's mass, it's running rampant. So we got to stay spiritually on point, in point. So, man, that's so good. And then, man, I'll tell you what, I dealt with my heart. I was just being, you know, this is years ago. And I dealt with my heart, and it wasn't, it was nothing. It was like, and I was like, man, oh, man. I was like looking at it, and I was going, man, I was like, guys, look at this. Because why? Because people were coming at me saying my spirituality, my stand for God was so like staunch, they didn't want to do it. And then I got blasted for it. Like, man, I'm just like, no, man. I was like, God, you know what I mean? You, you shouldn't be stealing. <laughs> it's flat out. I was like, you shouldn't steal. No stealing's good. You know what I mean? It was like, it was crazy. You shouldn't be doing this. None of that stuff's right. You can't, you can't just, you can't just be justifying crazy stuff. And people are like, well, you know, you, it's your fault. I was like, it ain't my fault. But you, you get, you get in this arena of life sometimes where you just go, man, God, I'm standing my ground and believing for the goodness of God. And you get, you get, you get hammered for doing the right thing. You get hammered for doing the godly thing. You get hammered. You know what I mean by that? Like, you got people mad at you because you're taking a righteous stand, and then all of a sudden, and then watch this. When it all gets called out sometimes, you might just be like, ooh, told you so. You ever do that with your wife? Come on, somebody. Amen. When she's wrong, you tell her, no, honey, daddy, I'm right. And she's like, no, I'm right. I'm like, no, I'm right. And then you, like, you find out you're right, and you walk around like, I am the champion. I told you so. You don't do that? You will. All right, here you go. Number one, don't forget what you heard. Look at 2 Corinthians 10.1. I don't know why I told you all that, but it's going to help somebody. Sometimes in life you might be right, but you cannot get excited when your enemy looks wrong. You have to live a higher life spirituality. Now, watch this. Now, please, let's 2 Corinthians 10.1. Now, please listen, for I need to address an issue. I'm making this personal appeal to you by the gentleness and self forgetfulness of Christ. I am the one who was humble and timid when face-to-face -face with you, but bold and outspoken when I am a safe distance away from you. Here's my question to you. Am I being a self-forgetter of Christ? Am I forgetting what Christ told me? Don't forget what you heard. Here's a big one, too. Number one, I'm going to say this. Am I being gentle? 
And that's what I was getting to the point of is this. I wasn't being gentle with people. Um, I wasn't being gentle when, when I was right and I got excited about them being wrong. And then I almost got excited about them having to face the music for what? Everything everybody was saying about me, even though I was right. I was kind of happy when they were getting called out on it. But guess what? That's not gentleness. Listen to gentleness. It says this. It says, blessed is the man who's gentle, inwardly peaceful, spiritually secure, worthy of respect are the gentle, the kind-hearted, the sweet-spirited, the self-controlled, for they will inherit the earth. Man, is that not good. That's part of the Beatitudes, right? Blessed is the inwardly peaceful, spiritually secure, worthy of respect are the gentle, the kind-hearted, the sweet-spirited, the self-controlled, for they will inherit the earth. I don't know about you, but I was not living that. I was jumping up and down going, ooh, no, 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 no. It says what? To be gentle means to what? It says what? To be what? To be kind-hearted. To be sweet-spirited. Look what Psalm 37 and 11 says. But the humble of heart will inherit every promise and enjoy abundant peace. That is good news. Amen. I got to be gentle. I got to put on love, joy, peace. Look, this is the fruit of spirit. Galatians 5 explains it best, right? What is it? Galatians 5, 22, 23, right in there. It says what? For the love of God, right? Or the love of God is what? Or the acts of the flesh are these, right? The acts of the flesh are bad. The fruit of the spirit is this. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. This is how you win the spiritual battle. Because if you're not self-controlled, Boom. And that's what happened. I was getting called out on stuff I didn't even do, and now I didn't have self-control. I was like, man, what do you, I'm trying to justify myself and explain what's going on. This is early in the ministry. And I'm going, well, you know, let me tell you what. No, no, no. God's like, if you're going to be your defense, I can't be your defense. If you're going to try to defend yourself, I can't defend you. So you know what I did? I shut up. I shut up and I let God be my defense. And this is what I'm saying. The humble of heart will inherit every promise. Look, here's a big one. James 1.22 in the Amplified. I think forgetting is one of the biggest problems we got. But be doers of the word, obey the message, and not merely listeners to it. Betraying yourselves in the deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Man, that's strong. Be doers of the word, obey the message. Don't be mere listeners to it. Betraying yourselves in the deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Don't be reasoning contrary to For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he is like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in a mirror and forget for, th- oh man, man, watch this. For he what? He thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. Don't be a forgetter of what you've been made. Don't be, don't be a person that put on and then puts off when the battle shows up. That's so good. That's so good. 
Just let me just pull that in. You're going to get a lot of stuff out of today because you're saying, well, Pastor Chris, what are you trying to say? Man, if you are going to walk out this word, you're going to have some battles. You're going to have some tests. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have some obstacles. You're going to have to have some overcoming stuff. But here's the big thing. I got to get to a spirit-led life at a higher level. He said, the battles you're fighting are not flesh and blood. They're spiritual battles. But he said what? He said, don't be a forgetter. Don't be what? Number one, be gentle. That's big. Be gentle. Am I being gentle? Am I being a loving friend? Come on, somebody. You know what I'm saying? Be gentle. The Bible says, you are, I am making this person clear to you by the gentleness. And what? Don't have a forgetfulness of Christ. Don't forget. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget what you've been made. Don't forget the new man. Be gentle with people. Be kind to people. But they're not being kind with me. That's, why, that's where my thing was. They're doing mean to me, so good. When mean shows up to you, I'm kind of happy about it. No, that's not love. That's what I learned. I learned it the hard way because I was like, I was like, praise God, let's rejoice. My enemies are being destroyed. Glory. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I was messed up. Jesus had to come get me, man. He had to come get me. I was like, look, my enemies are destroyed. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and God's like, dude, you need work, Sarno. You need so much help. Oh, Jesus, you need help. And I was like, what? This is great. Where's the parade? I thought there was going to be a parade. There was no parade. God started dealing with my heart. You know, I, I, uh, I could see it in my mind. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. And you know what I figured out? This is so good. I, I won the battle. I won the battle that was in front of me, but I lost. You want to win the battle? Or you want to transform? Oh, yeah, I won the battle on the outside. But on the inside, I lost. But it was like, there, it, it was, yeah, it was wrong. I asked God, I never forget it. I said, God, how do you bless, how do you bless this stuff? He said, all I can do is bless righteousness. Always stay in the righteousness of God. Don't come out of it. And, I, and, I, and literally, even though I won the victory, I didn't win the transformation. And then I had to go back and learn. And I, and I did. And I learned how to get, I learned how to walk at another level. See, that's what this is all about. Everything with God is about spiritual growth. God doesn't care about your comfort. He cares about your spiritual growth. He doesn't care whether I'm comfortable. He loves me, but he doesn't care if I'm comfortable. He cares about my character. He's going to use everything. To, he's going to use everything that I'm experiencing, you're experiencing, to work on our character. God doesn't waste tears, guys. Not one. Look at this one. If you're going to do this thing, you're going to live life. You got to look at this one. Second Corinthians ten two. Now I plead with you that when I come, don't force me to take a hard line with you, which I'm willing to do. By daring to confront those who mistakenly believe. That we are living by the standards of the world, not by the Spirit's wisdom and power. Man, read that. 
Am I? Man, the standard of the world is you take it from me, I'm taking it back from you. You hit me, I'm hitting you. You fight me, I fight you. Come on, right? You cuss me out, I cuss you out. You know what that world's doing out there. You talk about me, I'm talking about you. You know what I mean. Oh, you come at me. Man, you better pack a lunch. Come on, right? Right. But I'm confronting those who mistakenly believe. We're not living by the standard of the world. We're living by the Spirit's wisdom and power. That's the problem with a Christian. Once you come out of the standard of God and start working in the standard of the world, you just lost all your power. Man, Brother Hagin used to say this all the time. He said, you don't ever enter into the arena. You don't ever, ever enter into the arena of the natural with the enemy. He'll beat you there. You keep him in the arena of faith. You keep him locked in the word. You keep him locked. Jesus did it, remember? The devil came to him and said, if you are the son of God, then prove it. Jesus said, you be quiet. I'll tell you what the word says you don't come into the arena of reason with the enemies of life you stay in the arena of faith and overcome every situation in life that's our job see what i'm saying but i'm telling you what watch out for worldly opinion watch out for the way the world tries to lean on the church and make you think and i know what happens guys you think well maybe i'm not thinking right maybe i should be doing maybe i should be saying maybe i should be acting maybe i should you know have a little bit of compromise in this arena no 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 you stay in the arena of the spirit of god and you win what am i talking about i'm talking about your house well you know i got married and i you know we loved one another but now I don't love her no more. I want to get me a new one. No, 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 no. What, what kind of battle is this? What kind of battle is this? This battle's bigger. I got to save, you got to save your marriage. How are you going to save your marriage talking like that? Well, we just get a divorce and we just get out of this mess. Hush your mouth. Those are natural words. And listen, I know people go through this, and I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings, but hear me. My, well, that kid, he ain't no good. He's out there doing all this nut stuff. No, 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 no. You can't just speak to him where he's at. Speak to him where he's going, glory to God. You can't just be sitting like, you know, like, oh, I'm going, my weapons are my warfare. They're carnal. You know what I mean. Weapons are my warfare. They're carnal. I just speak what I see. Call it like it is. No, that's not what the Bible said. The weapons are your war or your warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. How are you going to be mighty through God if you ain't going to speak the word in this? My, my money's so funny. My God, I'm so broke. I squeak when I walk. Come on, somebody. No, listen what I'm saying here. Man, you got to get in the arena of faith. You got to get in the arena. The weapons of your warfare. What did he say? He said, don't live the standard of the world. Okay, look at this. Look at all this. Like here, here's a great idea. Look at all this hate you see in the world right now. You think that's going to go away without the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of power? How are you going to get a lost world to walk with the love of God and they can't even see it in the church? We got to start, start training ourselves to be transformed and then teaching others how to be transformed by love. That's what I learned. I learned that in the 90s. And I'm not saying I perfected it, but in 90, I learned it in 90. I was like, ooh, look at this. God's like, you don't even, kid, you so far out of it. Come here, let me teach you something. I was like, aren't I supposed to rejoice when my enemies get pummeled? 
know what I'm saying? I was like, I thought these people were my enemy. I like, no, God's like, you silly goober, you cut it out. Sarno, you better get this. No, that's not it. Don't you realize who you're? If steal, kill, and destroy came from the devil, I had wrong ideas. I had to fix my head. I said, no, wait a minute. This is a spiritual thing. God uses people, and guess what? So does the devil. The devil uses people. They're just pawns in the game. It ain't really them. I said, oh, I got it. I seen like a chessboard, you know, God's side, the devil's side, and they move the horse, and they move it, and they move it, the king, and the queen, and the people, and they move it. I seen it. God said, look at that. I move my people, and he moves his pieces. And some people don't even know it. They don't even know it. Some people don't even know. Some people say stuff, they don't even know what they're saying. Some people do know what they're saying. Some people can change. Some people can't. Some people won't. They can have the capacity to do, but they won't. But what are you going to do? So here's the thing. Natural man uses manipulation to achieve his goals, while spiritual people use spiritual power to achieve their goals. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. Because you know what you do with manipulation? Like, well, if you don't do that, I ain't doing this. No. Look at this. 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. For although we live in this natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign, campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses Behind which people hide. We're going to read that again. Did you see that? Man, is this not expounding some stuff? Natural man uses manipulation. That's what he tries to do. You know, right? So in, in life, well, you know, if you do this, we'll give you that promotion. But if you don't do it, we ain't doing it. That's what, that's what, that's what I, I, I noticed. Man, I had so much stuff. Well, you know, preacher, if you do this, we can maybe help you out over here. Yeah, no, I didn't, I, I've, been, I've been in that rodeo. If you do this, we'll give you that. I ain't doing nothing but God told me. Because one day I'm going to see God. I ain't going to be living with you. Natural man uses the wrong tools. Spiritual man understands spiritual tools. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve. Whew. You see that? Instead, we use spiritual weapons, energized, what are they even? Divine power, effectively dismantling the defenses behind which people hide. They're hiding behind these paper mache billboards of themselves. But guess what? You know that there's a spirit behind it. There's a spirit behind everything. That's the big thing. I think people don't realize there's spiritual activity behind all situations and circumstances, and if you're not careful, you'll think, ooh, I'm in a battle. I'm in a battle with my brother. You ain't no battle with your brother. You're in battle with the spirit behind it. Ooh, I'm in, ba- I'm in battle. Ooh, I'm battling. I'm battling the people at work. No, 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 no. You're battling the spiritual atmosphere behind stuff. You're not battling flesh and blood. You're battling spiritual principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in high places. Amen. You got a spiritual battle. Amen. Praise be to God. But you got to understand it because if you don't, you know what you start doing? You'll start arguing with people and not dealing with the spirit behind people. You know, the only way to get something to change is deal with the spirit. Yeah, it's a spirit. 
You know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is so good because this is what happens. It's like you're dealing, you realize everything, you're, the spirit, every time you run into sick, you're dealing with a spirit of infirmity. There's a spirit of infirmity. Remember that woman in the Bible? She was bent over. Jesus seen her. He said, well, I loose you from that spirit of infirmity. This daughter of Abraham should not be bound by the spirit of infirmity. Well, the spirit of infirmity was probably some sort of arthritic condition or something that had her hunched over. Jesus dealt with the spirit of infirmity and loosed her from the sick. Acts 10.38, how Jesus God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, he went about doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil. Healing power is freeing mankind of the oppression of the devil. There's a spiritual sick behind the disease. There's a spirit. There's a spiritual power. Is that okay? You see this? You understand that? Spirit of infirmity behind all sick. Spirit of poverty behind all all lack. There's a spirit of hate, amen, behind all hatred in the earth. Where did that come from? It all comes from the devil, man. People, let me tell you something. Zoom in, put me, put me in your living room. I, I'm, I'm, I, I just got something there. You guys, this is perfect. You're watching all this news and all that stuff. This pandemic, that pandemic came from hell, man. You think some virus ran rampant through the earth that that was made by anything else but the lucifer himself it's demonic deal with the devil you see it this 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 injustice we've seen in the earth all this hate we just we're watching there's a devil behind all that and the people that buy the lies will grab it you got to deal with it deal with it in the spirit i'm gonna go out i'm gonna put boxing gloves on and start beating Corona up. And they're going to put you in the bin with the people that ain't thinking too right. Go slow, guys. It's a spirit. You can't, listen, you maybe cannot see it, but that doesn't mean it's not real. But you're not going to go put gloves on and beat these things out of there. That's what Paul said. He said, no. He said, look. He said, you got to discipline yourself to understand. Man, let me tell you something here now. You better understand you are in a spiritual atmosphere even though you have a physical body. You guys know this stuff. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. A body. This body's dirt. It's going back to dirt. You're a spirit, man. I don't understand. You better get this. Listen, if you're dealing with some kind of um, um, challenge in you, that you go, well, you know, praise be to God. No, no, no. Your body's going to the dust. You're a spirit being, one spirit. Uh, don't Come on, man. You know what it is? People are deceived. Look, I'm telling you, you better break through some of these wacky attitudes sometimes that people get. And if you're not careful, man, you'll pick it up. The church will pick up the world system and look like the world when we're supposed to look like the church. Look what he says here in 2 Corinthians 10.5. Is this good? Because we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God. Woo, man, this is so good. We can demolish what? Deceptive fantasies that oppose God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. 
We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in the obedience to the anointed one. Man, deceptive fantasies that oppose God and arrogant attitude that raise up against the truth. All right, so what deceptive fantasy may try to come and be entertained in my mind and what arrogant attitude? An arrogant attitude is just an attitude that exalts itself above the truth. You see a lot? Okay, now don't, don't you all go there because I just thought of 15 people, I just thought of 15 people social media post that has told me you got an arrogant <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't look at nothing. I am the funniest guy in the world. I don't know what's going on, but ain't that the truth, though? Like, I was kidding. You know, I was, like, chilling, and, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? You know what I mean? Sometimes you, you, just, you just catch stuff. It wasn't church people or none of that. It wasn't even light. It wasn't even people we know or anything like that. But I was like, oh, my God, how arrogant you can be in your attitude. But you, could you push against the truth, you know? Like, oh, you know, there's multiple ways to heaven. I was like, shit, there ain't no multiple ways to heaven. There's only one way to heaven. Jesus, you know what I mean? That's an arrogant attitude. The Bible says, this is what we're reading right here in this translation. It says what? It's an arrogant attitude, anything that opposes truth. You never heard that before. I just, you hear that? That's me running over your theology. What do you mean? Deceptive fantasy this is going to make so much sense. I'm going to wrap this up right here because I'm going to preach so good you're going to amen me. People are living in a fantasy world. That's because they're deceived. I don't know what, what, what some people are talking about. It opposes God. Where did they get these mindsets from? How about this one? This, I've never said this a day in my life. Okay? Every attitude that is, let me say it like this. Every attitude that comes against the truth of the knowledge of God is arrogant in its source. Whoa. Oh, you want to go justify why you don't have to walk in love? Um, you're, 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 you're arrogant and you're walking in a fantasy world. How's it working out there in pixie dust land where you're living? Well, Pastor Chris, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. Okay. Didn't, maybe that one didn't work. Um, my God, I'm going to stay in this poverty. He don't know what he's talking about. Tell me some prosperity gospel. How's that working out in that arrogant fantasy world you're living in? He makes me mad. I don't know if it's the will of God to heal my body. I don't, God don't want to heal everybody. Some people don't. Uh, how's it working in that arrogant fantasy world you're living in? Well, I'm not going to forgive. I don't have to forgive. Where in the world to say I got to forgive? You don't know what these people did to me. My God. Some, and some of these people, you got hurts from 50 years ago. Some of you got hurts ain't even yours. Some of you picked up somebody else's hurt, made it your quest in life. Listen, let me explain something to you. You, 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 could, you could weep, but you don't have to stay there forever. And that's not, that's not being, being rough with you. I understand. We all go through times of pain. We all go through times. But I got, I got people right now. I got a buddy of mine. I love the guy. He's great. He don't go to church. So calm down. I'll try to figure out who he is. This guy cannot stop talking about past hurts. 
It, your past hurts become your future reality the more you keep talking about them. What's the truth? I, I ain't forgiving. No. Okay. How many times I got to forgive these people anyway? Seven times 70. 490 times a day? I got to forgive these crazy people 490 times a day? A day. A day. Are you kidding me? No, you want to stay? You want to? Every time I lift my opinion up above the word of God's opinion, I got the wrong posture. Amen. Amen. Pastor Chris, you preaching real good. You preaching real good. Amen. Amen. Go, brother. Amen. It's true. Now, here's the key. Am I going to live in a battle of flesh and blood? Or am I going to get a spiritual body? Why? Because here's the thing. This is dynamic weaponry if we stay in it. You know what the devil wants to do? Put down your weapons. Put down the spiritual armor you got. Think like a natural human man. No, I'm saying spiritual Superman. I am not thinking like a human thing because humans think weird. And you ain't human anyway. You're a spirit. And my God in heaven, listen to the pastor. You are not a natural person. You're a spirit being. Woo! But I'm just a human. I don't want to be human. I'm supernatural. You are a spiritual being, not a natural human. Amen? You're in Christ. You've been given the weapons to make it. You've been given the faith to make it. You've been given the supernatural ability to make it. So I pray to God this stuff helped you tonight because, listen, this is what we got to do. We're like walking around like, like the, we're supposed to be supernatural power beings, and we're walking around like natural humans in the earth. Talk like humans, walk like humans. You know, I got these ducks out here, you know, and don't bother me about my ducks. I like my ducks. Right? The ducks are out here, right? The ducks are getting bigger, right? She shows up and she's got the little baby ducks. First she's on the eggs, and she's got this. And I was like, I was watching them the other day, man. They waddle like a duck, quack like a duck, look like a duck, sound like a duck. It's a duck. Hello? Some of you are super, supposed to be supernatural. You walk like a natural man, you talk like a natural man, you, you respond like a natural man, you act like a natural man, you think like a natural man. Guess what? You ain't a natural man. You have the capacity to go to another level to walk like spiritual man, but I got to put myself in remembrance to act like spiritual man. I'm going to give you the first part. I'm, go I'm done. Remember what we said? Don't forget. Don't be a forgetter. You know, in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, if you so learn Christ, put this on. I'm going to choose. Do I want to put on humanity? Or do I want to put on deity? That's up to you. Now, listen, I'm not picking on you. Listen, if you're struggling in this area, like I was struggling early in days. I was struggling. I was like, oh, man, you got to grow. How do you grow into spirituality? You use the weapons of the warfare. Make sure your thoughts are God's thoughts. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Put on the new man. Think upon these things. Let this be brought to your remembrance. He's saying, 
Act like me, walk like me, talk like me. And I know, I know, I know. This is what I got in trouble for in the beginning. Not everybody's going to do it. But when you start doing it, you're going to get pressure to stop it. Don't you come out of doing what's right. Do the right thing even when everybody else ain't doing it. Why? Because in the end, woo, you are going to be a great success. I'm telling you, you're a work in progress. You ain't finished, but God's still working on the process. Glory to God. Father, I just thank you for each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. We need to grow in these areas, God. God, let us all hear from heaven. Let us all go to another level of hearing, learning, understanding, and being transformed into what? The image of Christ Jesus. Everything's fighting for this image, but we bless. We are going to be blessed because we're going to be gentle. We're going to walk like the peaceful. We're going to walk like the triumphant church in the earth. We're not going to look like the world because we're not of the world. We're spiritual beings overcoming in a spiritual way. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Don't forget, Sunday morning, get in the house. We're going to be here. We're going to be live on the internet so you can watch all the friends, all the partners. We love you. We're praying for you. And God bless you. We'll see you this weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.